The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs. All right, let's ride. As we head into the holidays, Good luck if you're here in Dallas-Fort Worth trying to shop someplace because the roads are bad and places are packed. I found out this morning, but I got out there ahead of the crowd a little bit this morning. So by the time folks showed up, I had what I needed and got out of Dodge. So um, we're here with the author, Jean-Jacques Taylor. I was in Barnes & Noble today. Did you see me, Doc? Yes, I did. Hey. I, I did, man. I did. And you know what? I didn't like where I saw you. Did you move me? Yeah. That's why you my boy. Yeah, you know oh, I did. Oh, somebody's need to get uh, you know, that high pitch. That high pitch. It's yes, high pitch. That's why you my boy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Took it down from the Bible. You just put that right here, Coach Prime, right here. So uh, in front center. Right? Yes. yes. Was that the parks? Um, no, no, no. This was over in uh, South Lake. I was over there. So. Well, oh, well. And, uh, Come on, man. Hey. <laughs> hey, glad we did. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, hey that's the parks, bro. Society. How you think you're the parks, bro? <laughs> I used to be. Yeah, we used My to be. bad. Used, used, used to be don't, don't make no money. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say haven't finished downtown, but you yeah. know. <laughs> parks, parks got a little too dangerous for me. <laughs> parks got a little, parks that, got a little too dangerous for me. They only had two shoes. They only had two. Why you bull Certain time, you know, I didn't roll. My bad. Yeah, man. No, it it changed. Uh, After Katrina, it changed. (laughs) We're not going to do that. We're not going to blame the folks from the murder capital for changing that. Moved up in my neighborhood to a tent change. We're not going to do that. They made a boondocks episode. We're not going to do this. We're not going. We are not. He's clear. Thank you. Stop telegram. <laughs> Just left the <laughs> locker room. Oh. <laughs> left the locker room. Uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, how what kind of mood was he in? I was in good mood. You know, it, it, it was funny because uh, you know there's so much talk about the disparity on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, and he told me Sunday when I asked him. You know, he said, you know. Uh, we don't know. We can't figure it out. You know why we play so bad in the road? He said, "But we got, you know, we, we got problem solvers." So he talked about problem solvers, about mindset. And I said, "Well, have you figured out why you play so bad on the road?" You know, <laughs> I was <laughs> say, he took the dramatic <laughs> pregnant pause and he, he said, looked. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not about that. It's about our mindset and doing. You know, we're saying all the right things, doing all the right things, but they still cannot figure. And that's the thing. But they still cannot figure out why they play. So disparately on the road, it's not just the losing; it's how they play, how they lose. Ask Micah the same question by being. You know, he, he gave a typical Micah answer. Uh, you know, this is because he called it mind-boggling. It's just a mindset. It's how you approach it. When you're at home, you're uncomfortable. You kind of know what you do. When you're on the road, you're in a new space, in a new area, in just a new environment. The mindset is when the lion is roaming: does he take over the land or does he die? Last week we died. <laughs> we got to take over some land this week. <laughs> See, he's been watching them Nat Geo documentaries this week, so he's been in the proper mind frame. You know, man, it's, it's, it's really just about attitude. And I think that's what Dak is talking about when he's talking about emotional maturity and, uh, and persevering and not blinking. He's talking about some of my guys get down when we get down as opposed to saying, oh, here we come. And, uh, you know, they got to fix that, man, because – 
this is the worst. No, I mean, there's a reason why they hung 70 on Denver. This is the no mercy team at all. If they get a chance to run you, they will run you. They will do you like uh, DeSoto. See, yeah. Hey. Put 74 on you. Coach Soul on TV <laughs> talking about one play drive coming up. And so he's sinister that, out there. Was coach that Soul. not epic or what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, undercover brother is a good coach. And so this is uh, this kind of matchup. You're not straight. Uh, you can't get got. They've only lost one game at home. Miami's only lost one game at home. Uh, and if you take it even deeper, man, they gave up two touchdowns to Tennessee in, in, in the last three or four minutes. But their other, their other losses have been to Kansas City, Philadelphia, and Buffalo. So they ain't lost in no screw. Right. So, we last show they ain't lost. They ain't lost no Arizonas. I mean, the Tennessee is like Arizona. They ain't no good. That was at home, but that's still unforgivable. I'm right, sorry. Right, right. You, that's, that, that's unforgivable. And, and, and the next week they go out here with a, with a compromised offensive line and they beat the brakes off the Jets. Oh no, the, so. the Jets. But J- the Jets defense is supposed to be good, and they they put thirty on them. That's what they tell us that the Jets defense is good. It's good. They shut everybody else down except Dak Prescott. Every great, I mean, I'm just we're going with that narrative. Yes, they've they've done. They are good. That's not a narrative. That's a fact. They are a good defense. A narrative is something that you think is a fact, but it's really not. So I, I went ahead last show, picked Miami to win 31-23. It's going to be a shootout. I think it's a high scoring game. I, 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 if I'm a betting man, I, I would pick Miami for sure, just because I, I I don't know what the problem solvers are on defense. I think the Cowboys can can move the ball and score. I don't know what the problem solvers are on defense right now. And then look offensively, we haven't brought it up, but. Tyron Smith mispracticed yesterday. Mispracticed today has a back injury from the game. I think Zach Martin is trending in the right direction to play. But but Tyron Smith, you know, one reason why the offense got on a roll was was Tyron Smith who played seven straight games and then the offensive line played seven straight games. They got some continuity over there with um, Tyler Smith. But with Ty- Tyron Smith not on the field, that's a huge concern. I agree with you 100%. Chris Beam had, uh, of Dallas Cowboys TV just showed me video of Tyron walking off the field. And and you could just tell by the way he's walking, he, he's he's not right. His gait is not. Was right. that today or that Sunday? No, no Sunday after. Okay, the game, I finna say, yeah, because no, no. I saw him today and he still looked kind of stiff, you know. But I, you know, he's a big man, but you know, he looked looked look kind of stiff. So I don't know, you know, you know, it's a back. They're gonna be careful, careful with the back, uh, but. They're gonna wait till Saturday to see if he can do something Saturday's practice, but he didn't do anything to walk through. Unlike Zach Martin, who did the walkthrough, did a walkthrough today, so it tells you he's trending in the right direction. He didn't practice, but did the walkthrough. Tyron couldn't even do the walkthrough. You know, he was with with Britt rehabbing, and we'll see. You know, if he can do something on Saturday. You know, uh, are we back to where, where they were uh, when he wasn't playing? And you go out to the Buffalo game, Shock. You were there, um, it, it along with Clarence. That offensive line wasn't good against Buffalo. No, I mean Dak. But some of it was uh, some of it was the offensive line. Some of it was Dak holding the ball too long because receivers weren't open, or Dak not reading it uh, quickly enough. But no, I mean we know that you know you got to play well on the offensive line for this for this offense to go. They need to be able to run the ball some this week, and uh, all of that works together. So it's uh, you know it's a tough game. It just got tougher. And Big Fangio's defensive coordinator, the blueprint, the blueprint maker, the blueprint. blueprint. Yeah. Did you and, think and, Dak and, took offense to that question? Well, I don't think he remembered. Because uh, I asked him about the blueprint guy. If he took offense to Fangio saying he put, put the blueprint out on him. And he said, you know, if he, whatever he, blueprint he had in Denver ain't going to work today. You know. That, <laughs> of course. Jigga, I, Jigga man. Of course, he, all he can use, they, they, there's the Buffalo blueprint. And there's the Arizona blueprint. And there's the uh, San Francisco blueprint. Well, you know, man, it's, there's uh, a lot of blueprints out there. There's a lot of blueprints, but some of it depends on your personnel at the time and how the team you're playing is playing at the time. And so 
Yeah, a lot of blueprints out there, but I, I it just, all, you know, we've seen the NFL, man. It's a week to week league, dog. All I know is you've got two blueprints. You you got Fangio's blueprint and <laughs> Coach Soul got the blueprint that when he was in San Francisco. Right, so right. so they both gone in their own ways and beaten the Cowboys. Uh so so they know what to do. Uh, it's it's I don't think the, I don't think it's complicated how to beat the Cowboys. The problem is can you do, do it? Do you have the personnel and do able to do because it? And, and and can you commit to the run? So this man is going to commit to the run. Uh, one of the things I talked about on the last show is if for HN, who's gonna cover him out of the backfield? It's probably gonna be one of them safeties, you hope. And so, okay. Can't none of the safest linebackers run with him. And, and well, nobody can it run. It was with like him. when Cooks was on uh, on uh, Clark. You know, there's yeah. nothing they could do. And, and, was, and, and, and Michael Parsons had the perfect answer. That it he, is the perfect. answer. He had the perfect answer. I, I got to get to the quarterback. You know, they they fast down the field. I got to be fast at the quarterback. You know, you and that's really what it is: rushing cover. You know, the way you uh, control that stuff down the field, pass rush, get to the quarterback, and and finish. And the difference is. Unlike last week, when you times when you got to the quarterback, you didn't get him on the ground on the touchdown. They they had Josh Allen. He got away from a defensive end. He threw the touchdown pass to Cook. Get the quarterback on the ground. This quarterback is not as mobile. This quarterback will go down because he yeah. ain't trying to get no concussion. Yeah, yeah he, and he's not as mobile, you know. And so you can get him on the ground, but you got to get to the quarterback. He'll be faster to the quarterback than they are faster down the field. So so try to do you know. Be like Tim McMahon, say something positive. Uh, they have not lost back-to-back games in in a, in a minute here. So, what's your confidence level that they can keep that streak going? Oh, it's not high. <laughs> I mean, I think. I mean, I don't think I'm breaking news. I think there's a reason why the Dolphins are favored. I think the Dolphins will win. It's up to the Cowboys to prove that. I mean, there are ways the Cowboys can win, obviously, but all the indicators point that Miami should win the game. And so it's up to the Cowboys to make a step up to improve uh, some elements of their team that have been lacking on the road and go get what would be a significant win and a huge win and the kind of win that if you're going to be serious about making a run in the playoffs, we would we would look at this. You know, cause, okay. And um, Clarence and I discussed this on Jacques Talk, which you can hear Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, wherever you get your podcast, earlier today. That He's a frequent guest. No, he's a weekly guest brought to you each and every week by – so-and-so. Uh, but, uh, you know, the thing about it is it's a much different tenor. If they win, you're like, oh, okay, all right, they serious. Let's see what they can do. And if they lose, it's like, so here we are in December. They didn't play two good teams. They lost two. They're 10-4. Division probably gone. <laughs> eh, they got to go on the road. So, okay, even if they beat whoever the NFC South sends, they're going to get drilled by whoever they play. So, so let me go back on this, Clarence, and come back to what – because I know you do this every year for the for, for the paper. You know, all, all the beat writers do. When the schedule came out, what did you have this December stretch being? Do you remember? I cannot remember. I, I know I think I had them 11-7. and seven. Okay. As, as a, and I think, you know, right now they're trending ahead of that. I had them 11 7. I, I, you know, you look at this December stretch, and I look, thought if they were 3 and 1 out the stretch, it'd be a heck of a Yeah. Yeah. You look, <laughs> so, yeah. You look at this December stretch, and, and certainly, uh, I, you know, I had them beating Philadelphia at home for sure. Okay. Um, I probably had them losing to Buffalo. Um, yeah, I probably had them going 3 or uh, 4 and 1. So I just went back here. I, this is this was because we did two. We did one when it first was released, and then we did one right before, right before the season started. But when I initially did this, I had Philadelphia as a win. I had Buffalo as a loss. I had Miami as a loss, and then I had them winning against Detroit and Washington to end the season. Right. And and so, 
I just went back because I picked the Cowboys to win in Buffalo, and I just said, you know, just go back to what you thought before. You thought, you know what, it's hard to win in Buffalo in December, and traditionally for the Cowboys, their history, yes. And, you know, the other thing about Buffalo is, and every every stadium's loud, this and that, but a few places, Buffalo's one of them, High Green Bay is High one school of them. stadium. It's got a different feel and a different vibe to it, man, and it makes it a little more difficult to win on the road because the fans. Because he, he was out there in, the, in the Elements. And with, with the was, fans. With the fans. And I'm telling you, when I'm saying them <laughs> folks was in it, dog. <laughs> they were so, in it. No, it was somebody it was somebody beating on the on the window at it, yeah. No, they beating were on in the press box window. From start was, to finish. And you know what? They stood almost the whole game. Like a college game. Yes. Like a college How game. How do you compare it to the shoe? Man, I ain't been to the shoe in forever. But the shoe the shoe is more is much more of a polite crowd. That's Ohio State, by the way. Yeah. Ohio State. Uh although oh. they get rowdy. But really, I don't think it's. Uh, that's not the. That's not the reports oh, we got. It's been, I said I ain't been there forever. <laughs> okay. But when I say polite, I mean more like cowboy polite. Like they're not up there screaming and shouting. I mean they get into it, but they're not like this. They're not like LSU and Death Valley. It ain't like that. It ain't like, like Clemson. Going to, like going to Texas. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, I mean, that's no. Listen, you're not taking a shot. Texas, Texas, like the Cowboys, they they wine and cheese. There's yeah, no question about that. You know, you're not taking. But I know Texas fans had a horrible experience at the shoot. Well, and, but, and then after they, you know, maybe because they lost, whatever else, but they fans were not. Oh, well, we ain't used to losing this. They may have acted a fool. <laughs> you know, I know Plus, it was a night game. From right? my understanding, they had a horrible But getting back to the back-to-back thing, you know, uh, the Cowboys have not lost back-to-back games. I think going back to 2021 when they lost at Kansas City, and then they came home to the Raiders and, and lost on that Thanksgiving Day to the Raiders. Uh and and now they have since then they've gone on the run of not losing back to back games and and I, I think the difference here is that and they've shown listen give them credit resiliency for bouncing back and and losing at San Francisco and and I don't know everybody thought they would bounce back and beat the Chargers what we thought what the Chargers were going to be early in the season but did a good job with that but but this stretch here going to Buffalo to Miami is a different animal. You know, especially at this point in the season, and we know who they are. Uh, it's going to be tough for for them to win back to back. It's uh, it's a case to me. It's like when they play Philadelphia. You can play a pretty good game. You can play well, and you can lose, uh, or you can play poorly and get blown out. But it, you don't have to have played poorly to lose against Miami in Miami. And when you talk about, especially for AFC East teams through the years, December in Buffalo hard. Miami in December, hard. I remember the year that uh, the Bears had one loss. That great team ended up winning the Super Bowl. One loss was down there in Miami where, you know. They was undefeated at the time. Yeah, yeah. undefeated. And, and, and just, that was, you know, different, that, that was Don Shula, Miami. Wasn't it? it was Don Shula, still a coach. It was Don Marino, but, Miami. But so, Dan Marino, Miami. So, Kenny Sims, the great Kenny Sims, former Longhorn, yeah. uh, f- friend of ours. Kenny used to tell him because he played for the Patriots. He just said, "Man, we can't win down there." You know, and you look at Bill Belichick through the years. You know, he Belichick down there in Miami anytime, especially at the beginning of the year, but the end of the year, it, it's it's a problem. Yeah. And while the Cowboys don't necessarily have an issue with the heat or whatnot, just traditionally, it's tough to win down yeah, there in December. And, 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 and in Buffalo, it's tough to and win. And in the NBA, it's because they're out in the streets on South Beach. You know, the Cowboys won't be on South Beach. NFL teams are usually not on salary. Yeah, but it is. you look at it, NBA teams, they go to Miami, they out there partying. They usually lose those games because they're, they're partying. And, and, but certainly the NFL teams don't have that same problem because they have curfews and they, they, they don't get a chance to wild out like the NBA teams do. Oh, but uh, like what you got set up? Huh? What you got set up? Then? It's Christmas Eve, man. I'm going to be at church, you know, praying. Now, that's New Year's Eve. 
Christmas Eve, man. You go to church on Christmas Eve? Go to church on Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to be at church. You go down the day before. I was going to say that. I'm going to church on Christmas. Talking about Saturday? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm going to be at the W Hotel chilling. You know, probably chilling. I'm going to, you know, I don't think, I don't know if they have a good bar or not the W. I'm going to see. You know, my experience is W has a horrible bar. No, she's at the W. Texas, let us know what you do. Horrible bar scene. But anyway, no, it's, you know, it's, again, it's Christmas, man. Everybody, I'm really going to be, Gonna take a late flight because my family's here. You know, just it's just tough. You know, having to travel when everybody's here and you got to go there. And now that takes us back to a great story. The time Jerry, we was in New Orleans on Christmas Eve, and Jerry flew us back on his plane. Yeah, he yeah. did that for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get back, get to our family. That, that, that was that's, probably ninety-seven, ninety-eight, somewhere. I did in there. not know that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's not. Flew happening. the beat writers back. That, that's not happening. His plane, he, his plane took him and his family back. Mm-hmm. Then he sent the plane back to pick us up. And got us there so we could get there uh, on a Christmas morning. And that was cool because then we had no kids or little kids. That's, that's pretty doggone cool right there. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going. So, so, uh. And statute of limitations is over. So. <laughs> For you. Oops. <laughs> I don't know if Chad was on that flight. Right, I was on it. Um, when we come back. Is that why he was looking at me like that? The, the media mash with uh, Clarence Hill and Jacques Taylor. Like this is uh, DallasCowboys.com In, Independent radio. media can say what they want to say. <laughs> Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil change, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYS VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys VIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. All right, here we are, Media Mash, heading into the Dallas Cowboys road game against the Miami Dolphins here. Both teams have 10 wins. Both teams are in first place. And you've got 
A Dolphins team that's only lost one game at home all year. Got the Cowboys who've not lost a back-to-back game all year. So lots to play for. A lot of matchups meaning something down the stretch here. And this one um, definitely fits the bill. Tyreek Hill did not play last week. Clarence, what are we hearing about uh, what we think his available be availability will be for this game? Yeah, I haven't seen the practice report today. I know he didn't practice yesterday. And, and obviously, I think, you know, they set him last week. with hopes he would return this week. And, you know, they figured they could beat the Jets. Uh, without him, uh, it's certainly the Cowboys are preparing for him. You know, and you know, that's, that's all we've talked about. That's all they've talked about this week. How they have to prepare for his speed, but not just his speed, but Waddle speed and eight chain speed and most of speed and, and everything else. But 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 Hill is a linchpin. I mean that that offense is, is decided. Yeah, they beat Buffalo. I mean, I mean they beat the Jets. But that offense, yeah, as you go back to the Tennessee game, it's just a different offense without Hill on the field. No, I mean, they deal in explosiveness. Uh, Big plays galore. And so, you know, it's about keeping things in front of you. And just like we talked about in terms of what they did against Buffalo, you have to tackle this week. You can't have 12 missed tackles. Yeah, use the sideline, all this stuff. You got to take take the right angles, everything. And, you know, and the thing about what what, what Miami does, you know, just the the pre-snap motion and and, and to to get him away from the bump, you know, because you want to bump him. And like, hey, just press him. It's supposed to be simple. But but they do the pre-snap motion. They do the stacking, do a lot of things that, you know, you really have to, hone in on your technique uh and 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 you definitely have to tackle you have to send them back you know send them back into you know inside you know you got to use a boundary out there and you certainly it's not just again it's hill but the running game I mean, the, the most disheartening thing last week was how they got gassed on the edge and then set the edge you know and if you think James Cooks was a problem you know <laughs> these other two guys are, are even bigger problems cuz they that's where they they live that's where they make their money outside running on the edge you know and so Michael, you know, so much talk about Michael, and, you know, he answered the question today, and he'd he been answered on Twitter about, you know, whether he should be off the ball linebacker play the end, and he just, you know, he, he says when he's off the ball, off the field, they teams pass more. You know, that, that's that's his point of view, and, and, and he thinks it's, it's, you know, it's good to continue to use Clark inside at, at the middle linebacker because it, it's a growth thing, and you, you, you need him to gain those experiences. But he has also, in those ends, have to be better at setting the edge. The penalties last week, really. How about every week? <laughs> they lead the league every, in penalties. Every week, yes. You lead the league in penalties. But last week, those penalties put you out of the game real fast. Well, dude, they have to uh, – they got to stop them. And, you know, you can coach it, you can emphasize. But ultimately, it's up to the players uh, to take control of it. Um, because against the better teams – you just can't give them opportunities. I mean, it's no. I mean, we. It's, it doesn't matter what sport you play. You give good teams extra opportunities, they you beat you. Yeah. Uh, look at it. You know, the the roughing the punter penalty leads directly to a touchdown. Uh, you know, the the personal foul against uh, J. Ryan, whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, is a personal foul that got called leads directly to a touchdown. Um, you know, we've seen numerous times this year where they've had, you know, offsides, third and four. Third and three, first. You just can't be giving good teams extra opportunities. Yeah, and, and, and they were game changing plays because all of them led to touchdown. You know, you go back to the first one, the, the Marcus Lawrence, yeah. uh, roughing the quarterback. They hold him to a field goal. You know, roughing the punter, they're off the field. And it's a different game. It, it, it possibly could get offense momentum. And back in the game, we're talking about two different things. If you don't have those penalties, and time and time again, the Cowboys are, are the most penalized team in the league. And, and especially on the road, that can't happen. Can't happen. And once again, it's good teams, good teams, and so that's right. that. That has to. I, I don't know if you can even fix it. It's it's this like this is who you are. No, it's, it's who you you have to overcome yourself. And 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 Tyler Smith has too many. He's played well. Too many holding pills at the wrong time. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it seems like 
almost every penalty kid is like at a critical moment. Because even drive you look killers. at they're, they're either drive killers for offense or they're drive extenders on the yeah, other side. Because uh, even if you look at Tyler Smith's holding penalty, it came right after a nine-yard run. They had runs of five and eight and nine. They're at the 27. It's first that. Nope. Tweet, tweet. Second and 12 drives over. Yeah, it's one thing to get a hold on, on, a, on, a, on a pass play, but to do it on a run play, you can't. You, that, that, that kills you. Uh, and the reality is uh, when you get those those plays, they typically end with no points, whether it's a hold or whether it's a negative play like that or a penalty. It, they typically, those drives typically end in no points, just like if you had big plays, you typically end with points. On the road, you know, in that kind of atmosphere, it, it can't happen. And, you know, Tyler had the critical – call in Philadelphia and got the ball That's down here start. on six. And, and, you know, so it's just like that. his are happening. He, he's he's out here playing good games and then coming up with, with some it. really bad penalties that are hurting drives. And they're, I'm sorry, it, you can't overcome that against a Philadelphia and, and, a, and a Buffalo on the road like that. And he's, 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 got, to, he's got to fix that. He's had a good year. Um, he's definitely one of your better players. Might be all pro. No. I said, uh, right. hey, I don't know. I mean, that was definitely no. Tyler Smith has been the best guard on this team all season, and he's been one of the best great guys, one of the best guard in this league all season. He's having that type of year. Now, he got too many penalties, but. I'll bet you a cat. I'm not fish. betting on it. I'm, just, know, I'm not LA's. betting on it. I'm just telling you, Tyler Smith has been you should, you one take, dominant guard this year. You should I mean, take that bet. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, it's like, you know. Like, I mean, man. what? You know? I mean, no, it's, I not, it's not where I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just emphasizing that. That the, the just to shut it down is 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 too far. Now, he probably won't make it. You know, you have to build up reputation, but just summarily shut it down and say it won't happen. Now, you're you're, now, you're really doing a, a injustice to how well he's played this year. He's been one of the better guards in this league all you, season, you said, and the best guard on this team. And I know Zach Martin's on this team. He's been the best guard, the best offensive lineman on this team all season. You say Pro Bowl. Yes. You say all pro, I think that gets into the political aspect and the reputational yeah. aspect as well when we talk about all pro. Yeah. That that that's my Yeah, that's fine. That, that, like, that's like, I, like, I was just trying to communicate that we're don't see don't for, for me to, that's why I shouldn't you, you because should, I yeah, but it comes a, across yeah. that he's not worthy. So I just wanna I'm glad you explained to say it comes across that he ain't good enough no, to be pro, I'm just saying he's played well enough to pro, be he's at pro bowl season, yes. But yeah. the all pro yeah. that that goes yeah. into a, a reputational thing yeah. and that's a, that's a if said yeah. mine, I think that becomes yeah. a little more political. No, no, no doubt. But I'm just saying I just want to make sure that we understand he's played well enough to market that type of consideration. Yes, and yeah. And depending on after the season, if, if uh, 77 is back, he'll be the left tackle, could be the left tackle next year. So um, these things are there. By the way, Pro Bowl voting, um, yeah, guys, guys are leading. Do we care? I think they do. They just want that. They just are you wondering your name, but you don't want to be in the game. We talked about Mike of the day because he was, you know, Mike is always about football and about other things. And, you know, we were talking about Tyreek Hill and, you know, him outrunning Tyreek Hill and all of these, whether he's faster than Tyreek Hill. They had a race at the Pro Bowl a couple years ago. And they were asking, you know, does Tyreek going to get a rematch this year? He said, I don't plan on being the Pro Bowl. I, I got a bigger thing I'm looking for. He can be there. I, I don't plan on being the Pro Bowl. So. They don't plan on being there. They they hope to be getting named, but they don't plan on playing. But they have to do some things in the next couple of weeks and certainly in the playoffs to show that they're capable and worthy. It starts with a win this week. Yeah. I mean the win this week is a show. I mean this would this will win this week be big, man. Oh, it was huge. 
you know, you, you, you're talking about a team that plays well on the road. You're talking about a team, I mean, plays well at home in, in Miami. You're talking about a team that's explosive, that's considered a contender, that's 10-4, and four, and all the questions about them beating and not playing well against good teams on, on the road, not beating good teams. You can answer a lot of those questions heading to the playoffs if you win this week. Let me do a what if. Just a what if. I said, I, I picked Miami to win the game. Then you get Detroit at home for the Jimmy Johnson Ring of Honor game. And then you go on the road to face a Washington team that is dead in the water. Right, right. They were dead last year and they beat the stew out of them. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, this would be the go, go away game for everybody. Everybody everybody leaving town. Well, they love to leave with a big throw. Just watch the weekend, you know, how they hate Dallas and Washington. That's, that's, that's their Super Bowl. So, a 12-5 and five season. What would we think? If this is where it ends up, it don't matter until we see what they do in the playoffs. Listen, you have to give them credit for going twelve and five, twelve and five, twelve and five. Okay, there's no question about that. You know they haven't done that since those Super Bowl title teams. But yeah, but uh, we we said it from the beginning of the season. We said it in preseason. The Cowboys <laughs> will be judged by what they do in the playoffs. It doesn't matter what they do, even if they beat Buffalo. That's the crazy part is you know we can talk about even if they had beaten Buffalo, even if they had beaten San Francisco early in the season. If they okay. lose in the first round, it's gonna be it's gonna be the same narrative. They they don't win big games when it matters most. Okay, so th- that's the question. But the interesting thing, interesting thing here is that as we look at playoff seedings, and and it's important to note that the Cowboys have a chance to win a division, the NFC East. You know they're tied with the Eagles. They can lose to Miami and still win the division, as long as the Eagles lose one game, because the Eagles are playing division games and they're playing conference games. You know, they're right. And, and if they both lose one game, the Cowboys lose Miami, beat Detroit, and beat Washington, and lose Eagles lose one of these three games. They're playing two games against the Giants and one game against the Cardinals. But if they lose one of those games, one of the division games, or one of the non conference games, I mean, one of the other conference games against the Cardinals, the Cowboys can lose Miami as long as they beat Detroit and, and Washington, they can win the division. There's a million scenarios out there, so I trust you on it. Oh no, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. So they will be tied at conference record and all this. That's why you know if, if both teams went out, it comes down to strength of victory because they will be tied at conference record and be tied at division record. You know, and that's and, and watching as you know, I'm not watching. The, uh, Philly has two division games left. They have three conference games left. The Cowboys only have two conference games left. You know, and and one division game left. So that's why you know if, if Eagles. Stub their toe in one of these conference games or division game is huge. It could happen because we've uh, we've just seen this. They're in the three game losing streak. Their Eagles are not playing well. They fired the defense coordinator. Whatever, yeah. whatever's going on up there, there's no guarantee that they're going to beat the Giants twice in in, in Arizona. You know, it's really not in part because what every game they've played has been a tight fit. Yes. So even when they've been winning against the bad teams, Washington or whatever, they've all been tight fits, and so. I mean, I don't expect them to lose, but I wouldn't be sitting right. like, oh, my God, I, they lost because they've been playing at a level that says on a given day, one of them teams could get you because of the way you've been playing. And the quarterback has not played played well. I wonder if the quarterback is healthy, but pushing the ball oh, down the field. I don't think he is, but is, is, he ain't played well regardless of that. It's been an issue. So, so yes, I, I am of that opinion that uh, you know, the two taking two – uh, against the Giants is going to be a challenge. You know, so it's the Phillies hosting the Giants this week. They'll host Arizona. Then they will end the season at the Giants. And the problem is, for, they probably is if the Cowboys can put some pressure on them. Uh, and this probably goes both ways. They're going to have to play for real in Week 17 instead of getting at risk. 
And bottom line for the Cowboys is you got a run team this week week with two good running backs, and you got a run team next week with two good running backs. So the, the challenge is there, man. The challenge is absolutely real. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's dive into the mentality of Mike McCarthy as the play caller coming up this week with Jacques Taylor and Claire Tills Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com Radio. New Scruggs. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find Find a location near you. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. All right, Media Mash right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> I don't control I don't control the comeback, man. You gotta get on the producer back. It's a setup, man. It's a setup, man. This didn't have to be done right now. They could have wasted out of the show, though. You have to go do that. It's a setup, man. That's the producer, man. I don't control it. You see me right here, right? You see me right here. The author, Jean Jacques Taylor. Get the get the book, Coach Prime, Making a Man. His, his book is out. Excellent Christmas gift. So make sure you go buy it. Went out and bought some books today for Christmas. So books are still a good thing to do. Oh, you know what? That's a great thing. I was sitting here because uh, my son's an avid reader. I just thought a couple books I need to get him. Um, I got a good recommendation for you. So uh-huh. one, one that'll one that'll, that'll work because it's one of those devotional type things you look at every day. So we'll see, I got one, got one for you. Uh, real good. Um, Clarence Hill, Four Star Telegram. Uh, check him out tonight over at Ella B's in Arlington. Cavante Turpin be there with him. Mm, really? As well as uh Duncanville. Duncanville's uh a uh having a little championship party back to back. We're also having a coat drive, winter coat drive. So 
Donates one of coach to the man's doing homeless. good work in the community always. and on the Cowboys beat. He, he always has, man. He always has. You know, when he's not here, I brag on him. <laughs> but here, you try to give me hell. Well, the problem is he hell. He here every day. <laughs> when, 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 when he's here, I treat him with the same love he treats hell. me. So there you go. There you go. Good luck to your Longhorns in the college football playoff, man. When is it? January uh, first. New Year's Day. Oh, yeah. so we still got January first, man. And uh, trying to trying to locate a hotel room in Houston right now is kind of a problem. Oh, it's it's, it's a problem. Well, it's it not a pro- the problem was a cancellation fee. Oh, oh yeah, because you you book it and then you cancel, they're gonna get you. You might they want well, a whole. You might as well commit to it. Well, they want a whole. So for in Houston, they want if you so if you cancel right now, because I was about to book two rooms last night. Right. And they said you have to pay for the room and the taxes. Mm. <laughs> if you cancel. If you cancel. If you cancel the day, you know. So they they, they don't win the game. I cancel on January 2nd. Boom. I got to pay ashamed of themselves. I'm like, I can't commit to that. My boss is going to be upset if I sit More around time. here and give him a bill almost $700 for two rooms. For something that didn't happen. But now, if I wait, it's going to be the room's going to be double that. Well, no. If I wait, I can still get the rate. But if I have to now wait till, you know, at this point in time. How about if you're Airbnb? Or it's the same thing? Or you don't let you go that route? Got to get my Marriott point. Exactly. Um, My bad. So. (laughs) I I apologize. My bad. You know, Airbnb points. (laughs) I'm sorry. So, basically. I don't don't understand why I want to go somewhere I got to clean up. Right. That's another good point. I need need this to be like a 42 to to 10 Texas lead here in the second quarter so I can get online and go ahead and book it. It's the the last game, too. I don't know if it's going to be like that. It's going to be a nice shootout, though. No, no, you know, it's going to be. That first game might be a blowout. Yes, it will be. But yeah, going to Washington, they're going to go ahead and them dogs going to do that upset thing. But anyway, um, it's what it is. It is what it is. But I'll be rooting for you, Clarence. I always do. Hook them. I mean, yes, that may be the most disingenuous hookup of all. I time. mean, disingenuous. <laughs> Man, I'm just glad you called it. I am not here. I'm just glad you. I am here, always rooting for my boy Chris Del Conte. I'm just. Not, I'm not here. I'm listening. <laughs> That's my guy. Listen. That's my guy. I would. Listen. I would love, especially yes, I last year. When you, I remember when you were dancing on, on texting Chris Del Conte just last year. So Conte, <laughs> my guy. That was my Man, guy. You were dancing a jig. <laughs> when TCU was you know, going to the playoff and they beat Texas. You talking about the Alamo Bowl? Yeah, yes. I'm sorry, man. You, I'm sorry. I, said, I can't. I, I can't. Dancing the jig. They're not sitting Can around we? here paying people all that money so you go down the road to San Antonio <laughs> and play in the Alamo <laughs> Bowl again. Listen. I mean, I remember, nobody played the Alamo Bowl remember, more than you. I remember when TCU like was like the whole dog on Alamo Bowl Hall of Fame. I remember when TCU was at Alamo Bowl, a lot of folks got arrested. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Just keep the score. Now. I'm just you, saying. You like Shady McCoy. I mean, just going after the black quarterback. Hey, you look at you, boy. I tell you, man. Boy, I tell you. Mike McCarthy will be the play caller for this game here. How does Mike McCarthy help out Dak Prescott this week? Last week, they could not get anything going for the offense. They also did not have the ball very much. What's it mean? Eight possessions in the game. They just had the yeah. ball a lot. Clarence. I mean, you, you, you. First of all, I, I, I thought he should have taken the ball to open the game. You know, he, it surprised me he didn't take the ball over the game. We, we all know that um, 
this defense, this team plays better when they get out, score points, get out to a lead, and the defense, you know, can play with a lead. Uh, that's important. You know, you you need, you know, we we expect this to be a track meet, but you need the offense to set the tone. And we talked to Dak about that. You know, they the offense has to get out there and set the tone offensively and, and get on the uh get on the scoreboard and then allow the defense to play with the lead because, you know, again, when the defense is not playing with a lead and the offense is not contributing, you you saw what happened in Buffalo last week. But it's very important, very important for, for Mike that 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 first fifteen play script for Dak you know, last week, you know, it just was one of those games where Dak didn't have it, you know, and he's you – know, because I asked him a few weeks ago, are you in the zone? This is who you are, you know. Are you in the zone? You know, and he's been in the zone. Last week he wasn't in the zone. I mean, second play of the game, they dialed up a, a deep shot to Brandon Cook. Brandon Cook's wide open. He missed him by five yards, you know. <laughs> you know, close. They were, you know, missed him by five yards. You hit that, you know, the confidence, the, the, you know, everything. You know, what City said last week, we need, we need to bring our own music. You know, that's bringing your own music, making plays on offense, getting things done. And, and so it's important for the offense and, and Dak to 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 get in the rhythm and, and get going. I look, you know, we look at Jalen Ramsey and, and those cornerbacks. Look for Jake Ferguson to have a pretty big game against those linebackers. You know, that I think they're going to target the middle of the field and try to get some of that stuff going. Uh, a side note, though, yes. CeeDee Lamb is has 103 catches, 104 catches this season he's closing on Michael Irvin's team record for 111 catches in this season I was there that year he could get it tonight I mean could get it this week I'm sorry uh but certainly he's gonna get it uh with three games left in the season and, and be your all-time single season leader in reception and he also could could catch him in single season for yards in the season as well um, was that you that tweeted out that photo? So, or, or somebody said, you know, who better the better eighty eight? No, I didn't. I don't do that. Kind okay, of stuff. I, I wouldn't do that. CD Lamb or or Des Bryant. I, I I don't. I wouldn't do that. I don't folks, do that kind of stuff. I'm not got, trying to. Folks got up in their feelings. I wasn't trying to get folks riled up. I said, I said, I don't know why y'all. I probably tweeted and said, why y'all getting? That, why y'all doing this to get that man riled up? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> y'all know y'all finna get that man riled up. I didn't say who which man, but that man. Why would you? Why would y'all get that man way. riled up? There's only one man who gets riled up. The other one just stand by himself on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, so I, was, uh, I, didn't, I didn't tweet it out. I, I just, I, I quote tweeted. It was good enough. It was good <laughs> okay. enough. I don't think it was like disingenuous. I don't okay. know. Because I knew what you were doing. Why y'all getting that man riled up? Y'all know that man gets riled up. And uh, I don't think we can compare him yet. Because um, Dez's three-year run was phenomenal. But that was it. I mean, he was good before, he was great during, and then he was average after. So, um, has Micah accepted the fact that the Defensive Player of the Year award is, is uh, not going to I don't think it's time way. to ask him about that. <laughs> Why are you trying to get that man robbed? <laughs> <laughs> Although, Micah feels very good about himself. He's going he gonna to go on a Twitter rant in a minute, okay? <laughs> he hurt you. Stop it. Uh, but, you know, he, he talks about, you know, he is – he gets to the quarterback as well as he's not leading the sack. He gets the quarterback as well as anybody, and, and certainly he's into the pressures and the quarterback hits. And certainly he's not one of the leaders in sacks. He's, I think he's still top five, top six. Yeah, but he's falling off. But some of that, um, it just is what it is. What is it? He hadn't had a holding call against him in thirty-four quarters. Now we know he's been held once in the last. Sure. I don't know that, but but but, but everybody's complaining about the same thing. Right, 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 right. You know, they're, they're complaining about that in Cleveland. They, you know, TG, why they all complaining about that? That they're not getting holding calls against them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but at, at the end of the day, he got to get he got to get them on the ground. And, and right. you, you got and, and and this is the I time. don't I, I don't even care about the numbers. Okay, you know, big games. The Cowboys need Michael Parsons, their best player. They're certainly the best defender. 
most definitely the best player to have an impact. Yeah, because everybody be is, yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you're a, a special player, okay? So, yes, teams are going to design offenses, protection schemes to stop you. It's your job to impact anyway. The That's who you are. That's who you purported to be. You have to impact anyway. Micah is tied for eighth in sacks with 12 and a half. Number one right now is T.J. Watt, the guy that didn't fit the scheme here, uh, with 16. <laughs> then is Donnell Hunter of Minnesota with 15 and a half. All right. Khalil Mack of the Chargers, 15 and a half. Trey Hendrickson of Cincinnati's 15. Josh Allen of Jacksonville's 13 and a half. Max Crosby, Colleyville Heritage's own 13 and a half. Miles Garrett of Arlington with 13. Then it's uh, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Grenard, and Micah Parsons um, tied at eighth at 12 and a half. Right. And he hasn't had, and, and the thing about it is, those guys have had big multi sack games. I, was I say, think Lil Mack had like six in one game. Yeah, something like that. Some crazy sack. No, Micah's not had a crazy sack game. You know, I think he may have had two sacks one game, one half, but he hasn't had no two, three sacks, you know, that they could really pump up his stats. And, Still time. And, and that's what he needs. That's what the Cowboys need. They, they need one of those big micro games. And he's going to get a chance this week because two ain't going nowhere. He's so, going to get rid of the ball quick. But he gets rid of the ball quick, and so he has to be quick back there. So, so here's a question I have as, as we look at this. Should playoff contention or being in the playoffs matter? As you're starting to look at an award like this, well, yeah. because T.J. Watt's Steelers are not going to make the playoffs. Not his fault. Not playing quarterback, but you know that's an issue. Minnesota right now in the playoff race. They got a key game tonight. I mean, a key game this weekend. Um, Khalil Mack, coach fired. Uh, Cincinnati holding on, holding on right now here. Yeah, I, I don't know who. The, just to, to take it first, I don't know who the defensive player of the year is. Okay. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, Miles Garrett, I, I, I thought was was a shoe in, but he's his numbers have come back to the pack. You know, he was leading us, you know, league in sacks. Three eight. sacks off the pace right now. Right. You know, and, and I don't know if, if sacks should be the telltale sign. Correct. You know, no. you know no. because Micah does so much is rushing the pass and open things up for other people, but you know, he still needs one of those impact games. But yeah, I don't know how you give it to T.J. Watt. How do you you give it to Daniel Hunter? You know, they're leading the league in sacks. You know, at some point, you know, if if, if T.J. gets to twenty, I mean, just the numbers are just going to be the numbers. Can yeah. Bland possibly make a run? I don't think so. Even if he pick off one more, now he well, pick off two more. The, the, the problem is that, that the last couple of weeks, that when when the Cowboys put Stephon Gilmore on the team's best receiver, how can you give him defense player of the year? Uh, the same way you can give the second best play on the 49ers the league MVP. We're talking about quarterback. <laughs> it's two totally different conversations. But you know, the, the Cowboys and, and, and you can't. You said you asked why. I'm like, you can do this. I mean, the, I, the, the best play on the 49ers offense is not going to get the MVP. I, I, we, we understand that, but I'm just saying, you from from a realistic, logically standpoint, Bland's worst. Uh, you know, the, the problem with Bland's campaign is that since those, you know, he set the NFL record for returns. You know, the Cowboys have used Stephon Gilmore and other teams' best receiver because Bland couldn't hold up. All right, he's been effective. So uh, I got Miami winning. What do you got? Again, I, I told you earlier, I, I have Miami. You kind of show me something. Surprise me. Do something. You know, certainly you've done a great job in back-to-back games, but you haven't done a great job on the road. This is a tough test in Miami. That running game, Tyreek Hill, that speed, you're no-showing on the road. Uh, show me. Yeah, I got Miami winning. 
Okay. Uh, feels to me like a 34-20. I mean, 34-30 game. All right. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. And uh, enjoy enjoy your time down there. Uh, man, my time is going to be trying to get back. You know, I got my kids leaving. It's, it's going to be trying to get back, you know. Good luck. Maybe Jerry's plan will be available. Doubt it, but good luck. <laughs> Clarence Hill, Jock Taylor, Jazz, Chris, Big Will, Joshy, everybody's been a part of it. Appreciate it. Happy holidays from everyone. DallasCowboys.com This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!